to you, Brigaders. Welcome back to another episode of The Coffee Break with myself, Lissady, and... And me, Pelo. Welcome, guys. Uh, Welcome. Today's, I'm, I'm so excited about today's episode. The same. Outside of me being the day one of She Brigade. <laughs> she Brigade. And that is Zemasa. Zemasa, how are you? Welcome back. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here. For the Thank you. Break. I am so excited to be here for the coffee break. I actually thought of making like an actual cup of coffee as well. Then I was like, oh my gosh, that would be so lame. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm very disappointed with you guys because I'm the only one that is having coffee right now. Because <laughs> I had coffee already, but like we, we always have something to drink, usually coffee when we record these sessions. <laughs> okay, noted for next time. But it's not lame at all. <laughs> How are you ladies doing? holding on good i'm good um keeping i'm tired i'm exhausted lockdown uh has been productive for me but also very exhausting um so i'm i'm good i'm fine yeah i'm doing fine i'm holding on um uh i i had my last day at work yesterday i had to like walk into the office and drop off my stuff and i left my job (laughs) like that was it was I won't lie, it was very refreshing. Wow. But no man. <laughs> it was an wow. experience, but it was also weird because it's like a ghost town there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I can imagine. Well done. Thank you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a separate coffee break for that discussion. For and that one. For that one. And I mean you left a job. In, In the middle. In the middle of a whole pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And I won't like this job change thing that I'm doing now is also one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about today's topic. Because exactly. I feel like LinkedIn did play a role in what's yeah. going on with my situation. And I feel like we're sleeping on LinkedIn. Is it? I definitely I, like, I don't use LinkedIn at all. But but to your point, what is the topic for today? So today we're going to discuss how to up your LinkedIn game and like, yeah, how to, up your, how, to, how to up your LinkedIn game for your career specifically, whether it's like pivoting or if you just want to be noticed more or like be a, a thought leader or something like that, whatever it is that you're trying to do with your career, how, how LinkedIn can like help you get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is why we have you here. Yes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's dive in. Let's 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 start the conversation. So let's say you said you don't use LinkedIn at all. I barely use LinkedIn, guys. Mm-hmm. I literally use LinkedIn to read on like read articles. I like according to LinkedIn, I am still working at a different company. Oh my god. Although I like updated it to show where I'm working now, but it's still showing the other company. So I'm definitely using it wrong. And I'm embarrassed to say this. <laughs> I'm in IT, like <laughs> I have to be defeated by LinkedIn, but I'm telling you, I keep getting um, job um, job suggestions or whatever that are still a role I used to be in. I suck at LinkedIn. Like, I suck at LinkedIn. No, 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 Lissidi, we have to fix that. Right? <laughs> you know, as I was saying this, I'm like, yo, I'm going to be head. <laughs> I will have your head. I promise you for dinner. <laughs> So, so there's like probably like a lot of people like me like how do you use linkedin like linkedin for me i'm like the worst in social media especially linkedin when okay like, so i've been no. in a paper 
if you don't believe me, I can make the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also have a notebook. I want to take notes. I have a pen and a paper. I'm ready. <laughs> sure. I'm more than happy to help. I, I Let me get started. I have yeah. loved LinkedIn from the moment they released it. So I've wow. been using, I took it seriously from the moment they, um, well, from the moment it came, I guess, what, from the moment it was launched, I guess, and the moment it became something here in South Africa, you know? So I always took, I always made sure I had a professional image for it. I always made sure that my header or my title as the, well, it's called a header on LinkedIn, but it's more your title. So that's the role that you, that you go by on LinkedIn. I've always yeah. made sure that it's up to date and reflective of where I am at the moment. I've always just kind of made sure that um, my job description is there and detailed on there. And the reason for it is what puts, or let me say, what sets LinkedIn aside from all the other social networks is the fact that LinkedIn still has organic reach. Now, what does that mean? Right now with Instagram and Facebook, we unfortunately have something called paid reach or algorithms, right? So it kind of works. It doesn't always work in your favor because if you happen to be someone who, for example, only, and I say only in inverted commas, but only has 400 followers on Instagram and only has 350 friends on Facebook. If you post something, the chances are it will be buried or let me rather say swallowed by Mm. someone else who has either paid for a larger audience or has a larger audience and has used certain hashtags effectively or has gotten or has utilized other methods to make sure that their post is more reaches a wider audience. So Mm. things like they've ensured that a lot of people have liked their post or they've ensured that they've used the right hashtags and what have you, right? Mm-hmm. However, yeah. on LinkedIn, we still have the beauty of organic reach. Now, mm-hmm. what that means is that whether you have 10 people on your network following you on LinkedIn or whether you have 1,000, if you put a post up, it's, chances are it will be seen by the 40 people that you have on your LinkedIn or the 1000 people that you have on your LinkedIn and not, and won't be funneled. For example, if you say you're someone who only has 40 followers on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. if you were on Instagram, only about five to 10 people would see what you post, Mm -hmm. but on LinkedIn, the chances are greater that at least 35 people will see your post because of that organic reach. So we still find ourselves in a position where whatever we put out on our LinkedIn still has a chance of being seen by the audience that you currently possess. Unlike the other social networks. Now, what does that actually mean? It means that if you are putting out relevant content, such as an article that you wrote, for example, or an article that you found very interesting, that you believe you have a very interesting take on it, or if you want to opine on something that you find very interesting, or if you want to post something that is original content to you, it will be seen by your network. And that actually then increases your range and it also increases your visibility insofar as your career and your career branding goes. Mm -hmm. Am I making sense to you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yes. So this is why you should never sleep on LinkedIn because it's become such a big, big, big part of let me say, um, career building and career branding and job searching, recruiters have also taken advantage of that and kind of, and I'm not, I'm not using, I won't use the word lazy because it sounds bad, but it's kind of an easier way of finding that perfect candidate. Whereas before, 
streamline. Yes, it's a much easier way of streamlining because before they had to sift through hundreds and hundreds of CVs. Am I correct? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Now all they need to do is just kind of type in, for example, if you have a recruiter who knows they're looking for a head of legal for the client that they're working for, they would just type in legal, for example, and it, would, it will funnel out all these impressive profiles of people mm -hmm. individuals in legal right and then it also allows them to kind of already get a nice flesh or to let me say it gives them a chance to flesh out who you are about your achievements your awards your job description your title and all your experience right there in real time right there in digital form as opposed to having to look through a cv for example so you're actually only doing yourself a disservice when you don't update or, or put enough detail on your LinkedIn because you're missing out on the chance of a recruiter actually having your profile come to the forefront and them actually being able to sift out and read through who you are, your achievements, and all the other beautiful makings of your career that are just on one page that already allows them to put you at the top of their mind for that current role. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So with, so on that, right? So like with your, especially with your header, yes. did you say what you are or what you want to become? So like, let's just use my, me as an example. So I've been studying towards becoming a usability analyst and I would like to be called a usability analyst, even though I'm, I actually work as a business analyst, right? Yes. So because I, my, my title, like on the contract, I am a business analyst. Do I write that or do I write um, usability analyst because that's what I strive to do in my day-to-day -day work type of thing. Oh, can I tell you something? This is a very, um, I love that you asked this because I had a friend the other day who asked me, listen, Zimasa, I'm in a role at a big bank, but I actually love my side hustle more and I want my side hustle to be at the forefront on my yeah. LinkedIn. So mm. what should my title be? So there's two answers to this one, Billy. The first answer is that A, you decide whether or not you want to grow within your company where you work or mm. you want to grow within the industry or not. Mm. If you want to grow within the company that you're currently working in, all, your header should always be your current title. It's, it, 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 it's, it's the okay. easiest way. So attach yourself to, if you are happy in the company that you work for, attach yourself to the company. Actually say head of legal at NetBank. Because then other recruiters will see that you are currently growing within that institution. You've done a lot in that institution and you look and they appeal to you because of all the relevant experience you have kind of gathered and your current title now. It also shows them where you are in your career and what kind of role you would be suited for. Mm. However, if you are someone who has more of a passion to for example, like the, the, the example that you just gave, whereas I want to be in this part of the industry or I want my side hustle to show more. You can either do it in two ways. You can either say, for example, and her example was she wants to actually be known as a project manager rather than her role at the institution. Mm. So I said to her, why don't you rather say project management professional? Because then when you add what the industry is and then you add professional next to it, it shows what your speciality is and you don't actually attach yourself to a relevant company, but you actually put your skill and your interest in that field at the forefront instead. Oh. If you also, yes, but if you find yourself in a position where you aren't um, that, speci that specialist just yet, but you want to be, then rather say something along the lines of project management in 
enthusiast because then you are showing kind of like a direction to get to that point where you can title yourself a project manager or this kind of specialist or this kind of analyst am i making sense to you guys yes you know it all depends it all depends on the kind of wording that you use so general rule you're happy with your job use your current title as is so head of legal or legal a specialist or whatever the case may be yeah if you actually want to put your side house at the forefront rather say a finance enthusiast okay Mm, if yeah. or, or, or maybe say finance professional rather say finance professional if you are not yet a finance professional and you're making headway to go into that stream or into that field then you say finance enthusiast okay okay yeah. <laughs> okay yeah i'm in a yeah. weirdest predicament oh just a side question though would it yeah. be weird then if you had like let's say you're, you're loyal to both your side hustle and you and you are loyal to the company that you work for does yeah. it make sense to have two separate um like linkedin profiles so to speak well look i don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily i guess it would be quite high maintenance and i guess you know i've always believed that yes as we can, we as humans can multitask because it's part of human determination right but there will always be that one thing that falls to the wayside so i yeah. would rather put myself in a position where if you know that you still are happy within your role or you are you you do want to be branded and attached to your company but you also appreciate your side hustle then why not put both down so write finance finance professional then put like a, a stroke there and then say business consultant okay okay mm. that makes sense mm. yeah so put like a stroke like in your header but make sure that both of them are short enough because you don't want a situation where both the titles are too long that it also takes away from recruiters being able to sift you out when they're looking yeah yes yeah so I, and another question for me is like i'm in a weirdish predicament and i think that's why i'm reluctant to ever update my linkedin because mm -hmm. my role where i am right now it doesn't really exist okay, okay. so at the base yeah. of it like yes 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 <laughs> um so it's a new term and i don't know where it started um but it's like rpa modular right and i don't know when this term started and some people still view this automation thing as either you're a developer or an analyst whereas the role that I'm in now is hybrid. So I do process engineering, I do the analysis, I do the development, and like, and I see the whole thing. I see the robot. Okay, we build robots. I build robots, software yes. robots, and I see everything from start to to end, right? And only when we get into testing the robot and things like that do I hand over my project. But I see it all the way through, right? So mm -hmm. in industry, that's very new. So yes. for me, it's like. Like even, even, even like my, my, like I don't even have a contract for the role I'm currently in. Well, I mm -hmm. do have a contract, but like literally, I kid you not, the contract mm -hmm. is like, um, Atlassian developer slash analyst slash dev. Mm -hmm. I was like, I promise you. <laughs> I wish I so if I were you in that situation, that's very interesting. And actually I haven't come across something like this before, but if yeah. I was in your shoes, I would do a little bit of research into yeah. the origins of the, of um, that skill set that you are working with right now. Yeah. And then try your best to kind of group that into a one word that you can kind of use as your header. So for example, you would say um, user experience specialist, for example, you know? Yeah. So 
try to find the industry that it falls under and let me try to find maybe the main skill set that it falls under yeah. put the skill set as your header and then say specialist next to it okay okay yes so find do a little bit of research find out what the main the umbrella term or the umbrella skill set is put that skill set in your header and then say specialist next to it yeah because that's going to differentiate you mm. okay yes okay. it will show you as being someone who's a specialist in a very niche field yeah yeah, and so, it's, not, it's not talking to the fact that you're just a developer or just an analyst because you're a specialist. Exactly. So it's, you're it, a specialist. it encompasses uh, all of them, yeah. Exactly. So if, for example, and uh, sorry uh, to, to simplify it this much, but maybe, for example, if, if you see that the umbrella term is, let me say, development, then say development specialist or Java yeah. specialist. Say something on the line. So find that umbrella term that that skill set falls under and then put specialist next to it and make that your header. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay, let's <laughs> let's 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 move on to next steps. <laughs> yeah. So next steps is I need to get a professional photo, apparently. Okay. So what, I would what makes a professional photo? What makes I'm a professional, professional photo? Actually. Oh, I guess you can say a headshot right and uh -huh. sure it's okay the general rule is don't make it a selfie uh try don't make it a selfie be the only person in the shot so don't make it could be a shot with your spouse in it or your mm. child in it or <laughs> anybody else in it just make it a shot where you as an individual are in it alone make it a header shot so from your i would say just just below your shoulders upwards yeah and uh, make sure that uh, there isn't too much kind of white space uh, as we term it. So we, so we can see your face, you know, um, as, as clearly as possible. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone that you went and hired to take the picture. Phones yeah. do a remarkable job these days. Just find a really clean wall in your apartment or outside, you know, um, where the, the wall is clean, you've got a great background. Get someone to take the picture for you on the highest quality you can on your settings of that phone. You mm -hmm. obviously are entitled to get a professional to actually take the photos as well. A lot of people are doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that headshot specials are becoming cheaper and cheaper because it's such a high demand and everyone is kind of competing to be able to provide that service of mm -hmm. taking headshots. So they are getting cheaper. It's, they're, longer, they're no longer as expensive and it's no longer something exclusive to have headshot images or let me say to have professional headshot images you know yeah. so you can yeah. always find someone that is affordable that can take these pictures for you and again i'm repeating this again try not to make it a selfie in fact don't make it a selfie rather you know yeah. um but it's it's always have a professional image it doesn't necessarily i repeat have to be a professional photographer who took it although nowadays you definitely will get someone who will provide you with an affordable service but um a clean wall background crisp white shirt or nice black blazer or any good blouse shoulder upwards smile please look friendly <laughs> and um yeah just it's always a good idea to have a great image for your linkedin i'm actually looking at your linkedin right now zimmy <laughs> and, <laughs> and your smile is like it, it's a very nice picture actually <laughs> thank you thank you oh wow yeah. I actually got, I got a professional and I think he charged me like, it wasn't even very pricey. I think it was like 800 Rand 
for oh. an hour. Yeah, for an hour. And I came up, came out with all these wonderful headshots mm. that I still use today. And this was about a year ago, you know. Mm. So um, I can share it with you guys if you want. <laughs> I can share it with you guys if you want. Let me, yeah. we, we got lucky at work because um, our... Oh, I remember you got so lucky. Yeah, so our the head of our department when I was... Yeah, they <laughs> um, organized for everyone on the floor to get professional headshots for free. He was like, he wanted to see, he says he wanted to see our faces on like emails and stuff. So on our Outlook. Yeah. And they, they literally, the whole department, they got a professional photographer to come in and take all our photos. And that's the photo that I use now. We, we each got three pictures. And yeah. yeah, that was incredible. If you're an employer no, out cool. there, do the right oh. thing for your, for your people, guys. It's, it was so worth it. <laughs> Now that's cool. That that's is so, so cool. cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to take out my camera and just take it with my phone or camera or something. Yeah. Get a, get a friend who's got like an iPhone, anything from like seven upwards. Seven upwards <laughs> take some good pictures. What are you trying to say about Samsung people? Lissetti's <laughs> not an iPhone person. No, Lissetti, well, we have to engage on this another day. We yeah. can't have to <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so what else zimi what else can you do to up your linkedin game i want so, to know more oh yeah sorry continue oh i want to know more about actually your your you know when you talk about your experience on linkedin like just like a copy and paste of your cv or do you go into the intricacies of like your day-to-day -day? like that's quite interesting. I get asked this question quite often. My cousin was asking me this the other day and some people might disagree with me, but yeah. I actually think that your LinkedIn, your way, okay, let me, let me, let me pause. Where you putting in your different roles? I think with your current role, go into as much detail as you possibly can, but mm -hmm. maybe list five to six bullet points of your day-to-day -day role with as much detail as you can in there whereas on your cv i would say again five to six points per role right just like your linkedin however you need to customize your cv differently to how you customize your linkedin now with yeah. your cv you have to kind of you cannot and i cringe when people do this but you cannot send the same cv for multiple roles you yeah. actually have to do the work and look at each role that you are applying for. Look at the different wording and skill set that they are defining within that role and yeah. actually customize your CV to highlight the skill set and to highlight the fact that you also possess the skill set that they are asking for within that job role that you are actually applying for. And that's because they sift CVs. They've got systems and tools now that sift CVs to look out for different um, keywords and descriptions you know for that particular role whereas linkedin does not have that when someone is on linkedin or when someone is viewing your profile on linkedin they are viewing you as you are they are seeing your skill set as it is so i would say the more detail you can put there the better whereas on your cv customize it so that it, it does kind of match as close as possible the skill set that is required for the job role also taking into account that you must please actually possess that skill set don't lie <laughs> Yeah, please don't ever lie on a CV. It's the most criminal thing. Yeah. yeah. But where, where, for example, if the role that you're applying for um, um, does kind of emphasize a certain skill set and you do possess it, then do highlight that skill set in your CV. Mm -hmm. In your LinkedIn, as well, however, put in that, that skill set, but also put in all your other skills as well because LinkedIn is such a great opportunity to showcase 
all the different learnings that you've taken throughout your career. So as opposed to your CV where you're kind of zoning in on a particular skill set, on LinkedIn, put, on every, put everything down, put down all the various tasks and tools and duties that you've performed throughout your career. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm like writing this down. <laughs> we want to, we're going to give you two weeks, Lissetti, to fix your LinkedIn and then we're going to do an audit. Okay, that's fine. Lissetti, I actually yes. have a mentee and I gave her a month. So we had like a, 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 a session on the 1st of May and yeah. I said to her, on the 30th of May, I'm going to check your LinkedIn. And if you do not have 100 connections and A, B and C, I gave her all these things to have on her LinkedIn. I thought I'm going to be very upset with her. So I actually challenged her the same way Pilu's challenging you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to take a before screenshot of Lucidi's LinkedIn in and after. I promise you. Please do it. Please do so. <laughs> I'm like, I have till the 6th of June, guys. Okay. <laughs> you have until the 6th of June to come right. Okay. So wait, do you, do you have to have experience? I don't have any experience on, my, on, any, of the, on any of my roles on LinkedIn. Um, please do please do yeah. please go at it because um it really really does as i said and, I, and i'll keep repeating it over and over that your linkedin is such a wonderful way of showcasing your career in its entirety you know mm, without yeah. the pain of a cv that will just get sifted and thrown away when someone is on your profile they're already taking an interest in who you are so give them more to be interested in put mm-hmm. down as much there as possible give them make sure that it's worthwhile when they land on your page, you know, make it worthwhile when you see that notification that says Zimasa looks through your profile, you know, mm, and make yeah. it worthwhile. Just put down as much skill set, experience, uh, tools, qualifications, certifications as you can. I mean, it's just a one pager. That's the beauty of LinkedIn. It's literally just a one pager and like a CV, which can go on for three, four, even five pages. Sometimes, you know, this is yeah. a chance to put down yourself, your brand, your career, your hard work in its entirety on just one page and make it really worthwhile for someone to keep scrolling down and continue taking an interest in you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. See, I'm also in class. I need to go, I need to go update that. <laughs> okay. What else? What else do we do? What, what else can you do to really up your LinkedIn game? There's so much, you know, so let's just take it from the top. Have a great profession. Have a great picture. Yes. Uh, make sure your header is short, but still very succinct. Okay, well, let, let me rather say, make sure your header is succinct, but still detailed enough for someone to know what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Don't make it too long. It mustn't be a story. I just cringe when people say, I am interested in the faculty of, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, don't do that. <laughs> um, so yes, good image, succinct header that tells us exactly what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Do put in all your job descriptions, skills, uh, duties where it says experiences do put down all your certificates that you've gotten over the years do put down all your degrees put down all your awards if you've ever been recognized for something be it at work or outside of work put it down mm-hmm. put down all your volunteering if you wish put down your education as well it is quite critical maybe some people don't necessarily want to put down every single uh bit of education that they've ever um had so maybe just put down your highest qualification so if your highest qualification is a master's put it down you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily have to put down what high school you went through went to it's not necessary whatsoever just put down your highest qualification if you feel like it's too much effort to put down your entire education career or let me say your entire schooling career 
-hmm. And then other things that you can really, really up your game when it comes to LinkedIn is posting quite often. Really be known for someone who posts um, intellectual articles or who opines or who takes an interest in certain articles. And it doesn't necessarily have to be articles within your field or within your industry. Put yeah. down post articles that are outside of the industry and opine on them and, and, and also state how they apply to you and state how it impacted you by reading that article, you know? Put mm. down things that you are learning just from a day-to-day -day aspect, such as finances and financial management, you know? It doesn't mm. always have to be career-related. It can also be finance-related or personal finance-related or, or personal development-related. That's a big one. Personal develop development is a big theme on LinkedIn. And we're seeing it a lot now during COVID more than ever, you know? Yeah. Uh, I scroll LinkedIn, I don't even know how many times a day. And I'm seeing so many people put down a lot of personal development stories and articles and think pieces on there as well. Um, that's interesting. So, so that can really also add to your LinkedIn. Do opine. Do like people's um, posts if they are relevant to your life and your career. And please put down as much detail as you can on your profile. I just can't emphasize this enough. Sure. So I want to yeah. know about that about section. Yes. Like, how do you structure that about section? Because, yeah. We, yeah no, how do you structure that about section? You know, if it were me, um, I have quite a detailed about section, but I would just start off by just saying who you are, who is Pilu as a career woman. Yeah. So your interests, what you currently do, who you are, what kind of volunteer, or let me say what work you do outside of your career as well, anything that you've been recognized for, put that all, I mean, I think you have about character space of about what is it is it two, 260 or something like that but um you do have enough characters to be able to write quite a nice succinct but yet still detailed story that encompasses your career life so once again just to repeat who you are what you currently do what your interests are what your skill set is you may put down the companies that you've worked for in the past you may put down the the kind of i would say experiences that you've also had as, as a result of your job so if you've traveled to different places because of your job put that down if mm -hmm. you've also been involved in different fellowships or you've been invited as to be part of certain fellowships put that down what conferences you've attended or spearheaded put that all down maybe try get a friend who's really good at writing we all have that one friend who's a really good writer you know maybe try get a friend who's really good at writing to have a look at your summary so yeah. that they can edit it for you nicely and professionally and then put it down. But please don't leave out the summary section. Okay. Yeah. Mm, mm. I'm making sense, right, guys? Yeah. Yes. I think we're just like busy taking notes. So yeah. like... <laughs> we're actually, we're, we're being bad interviewers right now because we're, we're just in class, actually. Okay. Great. Um, I'm, 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 so I'm actually also on LinkedIn right now and I'm noticing a lot of what you're saying. So like I, I'm seeing people that have specialists on, and, and it makes sense when you say um, what that, that, that specialist because you can see that yes. they do a lot of, like if you go into a professor, they do a lot of things. So now they put specialists on it, on the actual yes. uh, industry rather. That's 100%. Yeah. So if you don't necessarily want to showcase the company you work for, which is perfectly okay, 
Yeah. Rather showcase what your skill set is and put the yeah. word specialist next to it. Mm. Okay, so 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 Zimasa, if you could do just two things, only yes. like pick two things to your to 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 change on your LinkedIn profile, like if you were maybe looking for a job and you had to do two things on your LinkedIn profile, what would you start with? What would you do? My one personally. Um, just as a as a no, your one is too good. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if, 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 you, if your LinkedIn was like kind of not great and you didn't know where to start, what are the two things that you would first start with? Okay, so I did my mother's um, a couple of months back and hers was a horror story. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did two very specific things. The first thing I did was change her profile picture immediately. Uh, and made it a very good quality professional image of her. Like she's kind of like leaning on a desk and she looks really beautiful. So I put that down. Mm. And then the next thing that I did for her is actually put down, is actually detail her summary. Mm. So I actually put her, I really kind of tried to take as much of her career highlights as possible and put them in her summary and made sure that she at least had a summary. So that if someone lands on her profile, they know what she's about. Yeah. especially because she's a 58 year old woman and she's had a long career so yeah. how do you so how do you how does someone who lands on someone like a mother's career what did, what do they do first it would be so cumbersome to actually go through all the experiences right so rather what i did with my mom is i took her career highlights and then put that in a summary so that when mm -hmm. you do land on her profile you know what she's about so those were the two things i did for her so if i were to say to someone and if they uh, linkedin was a horror story I do two things. Number one, get a professional image, upload, and then take all your career highlights, put them into a nice, beautiful summary of who you are so that we can see and you, you, so that you can be showcased. And then so that when someone lands on your profile, we know what you're about. So those are the first two things I would do for anyone who's LinkedIn, like my mother's, is a train wreck. <laughs> LinkedIn's not, not a train wreck anymore, by the way. I fixed it. I, it feel like a <laughs> I had to like sift through her long CV because you know our moms have the longest CVs online. <laughs> so I had to like sift through her long CV and really just do her LinkedIn nicely for her. And now it's like it's to the nines. <laughs> like and I might I might call you during the week as well. Yeah. <laughs> you are more than welcome to. I think we all have a little bit of extra time right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and so a lot of people are kind of going through a lot of career changes now or like yes. losses or something during because of uh, covid right yes how how can you how do you how 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 should you use linkedin if you're actively seeking a job mm -hmm. this is such a personal one i think because and i say personal because i think everyone is a bit anxious right now mm. yeah you know, we're just, I mean, I, I was so anxious the other day when I saw that Uber has laid off another 3,700 staff members, you know, and I just thought to myself, if the likes of Uber who have billions in capital can lay off people, then what's the future looking us like for the rest of our companies, mm -hmm. you know? So I think the first thing to do during this period is to do what you can control. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm a very anxious person myself, so I always have to focus on what I can actually control. And what is it that you can control right now during this scenario? You can't exactly control how often recruiters are looking, right? And mm. you can't control how often companies are actually recruiting because 
you don't know whether they are recruiting or not. You can't control whether they've got hiring freezes or not. But what you can control is your career brand. You can always control your brand. So one thing that really lies within your control, within your within your arsenal, let me say, is to yeah. kind of make sure that people know who you are and what you are about. So do update your LinkedIn and more than ever, do post relevant articles that you have, you have, sorry, that you have something to say about, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you find a personal development story that kind of speaks to an element of your career, post about it opine about it do have a little description about what you think about this article and how this article has kind of changed your thinking in the short time that you spent reading it you know mm. so what you can control right now during this very uncertain period is your brand have your linkedin be clean make sure that it's pristine do post some articles here and there do opine on someone who posts as often because not everyone is a poster right but you yep. can be Someone who opines you don't necessarily have to be big on posting but if you are someone that also does opine on things that are really relevant that are very relevant or who does like articles that are very relevant you still get noticed because of that organic reach that linkedin has so yeah. yes so focus on what you can control right now all of us are in a very weird space where we just don't know what's going to happen is am mm. i going to have my job um is yeah. my company going to retrench yeah. What you can control right now is when, when recruiters are looking again, and when yeah. companies have lifted those freezers. Yeah. What are they going to see when they stumble on your page? Yeah. And like just to your point, and I'm um, saying you know LinkedIn has a very organic reach. How how do you actually connect with people the right way and sort of put yourself in a position where Zamasa can like, you know, just not simply just press and connect or whatever, but I'm not sure if, um, how do I put this question? Can I give you an example of something that happened very recently? So okay. I have over a thousand followers on LinkedIn. I don't know how many at this point, but I think going almost on 2000. And wow. um, so I do have quite a reach on it, you know? Yeah. Mm. And I think someone picked up on that. And I was so, I, I was so besides myself. Someone inboxed me. It's someone that I actually didn't know. They inboxed me and they said, hi, Zamasa, mm. I've written an article. Please could you read it and like it and comment? Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Just and like that. They did you? Inbox. Yes, I did. Oh, because wow. Why would you say no? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you know the person. I mean, yeah. it doesn't even, why would you say no? And I actually think I was more starstruck by the fact that they asked. Mm. I was like, oh, oh, geez. Jeez, I mean, yeah. wow, you know? And so I actually liked it and commented. And I noticed that a week later, so many of my own networks had actually liked the article as well because of that reach. Mm -hmm. So it's something as simple as that. Like if you know of a friend who does have quite a good reach and is yeah. someone who posts quite often on LinkedIn, you can simply, I have a friend, my, her name is Ole and Ole is so famous on LinkedIn guys. You're yeah. <laughs> Ole is like famous on LinkedIn, I swear. So honestly, if it were me, I'd be like, Ole, friend, I've just put something up. Do you mind yeah. liking it and just commenting below? Friend, you can even say, oh, well written, Zamasa. You know, because she's your friend, you know? Mm. But the thing is, the impact, the impact of her writing well written, Zamasa, 
is so far reaching you have no idea so yeah. that's actually just if I, I don't know if i've answered what you no, want you really to ask have. no you have but, but i was honestly quite starstruck when someone uh inboxed me and they said hi samasa i wrote an article please like it and comment please read it like it and comment and i did and i did Sure, sometimes you just overthink stuff like it's right? that simple something. It's that simple. It's that simple. I was so starstruck. I was like, geez, how have I never done this? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like, how have I never done this? But so okay, so what how do you feel about like inbox? So like, you know, LinkedIn can get weird. My LinkedIn has gotten a bit weird these days. Um, it can get me. <laughs> yeah. So I started like I wanted to increase my connections. So I have like a, a method Nyana, that I use for like who I accept and stuff. But clearly it doesn't work because I got some like weird people. And yeah. I'm sorry I'm saying this, but like people are just inappropriate. Um, Completely. Right? So how do yes. you do you just connect with everyone or do you how do you filter out the people? I personally don't connect with everybody. I don't. Um, I will be very honest. Um, it's as simple as kind of seeing um, how your profile looks. So, A, um, your header, you know, um, what you are about. Uh, you can already tell when someone kind of sends you an invite, what that person is about, just in that short period as well. Mm, so yeah. I really do kind of, I, served, I do accept almost everyone in my profession. So hmm. attorneys, advocates, legal specialists, corp- corporate counsels, all of that, I usually do that because I don't see any harm in doing so. Um, but outside of my profession, I kind of just look, I kind of just see the alignment. So sometimes I'll accept you based on the alignment of the company that you work for. Sometimes I'll accept you based on the alignment of what it is that you do. Sometimes I accept you based on, I can just see that there is some form of room to potentially align with you or collaborate with you in some or other way, you know? Mm. And of course, I always accept recruiters. Always accept Yeah, same. I always accept Yeah, always accept recruiters and headhunters. You just never know, you know? So, um, I, you know, to be honest with you, Bilu, really, don't you? Like, oh my gosh, like, I'm like the worst. I keep telling you. City. No. <laughs> you know, now's your... Now is your time to get better. Don't don't beat yourself up. Now is your time to get better. Thank you. You know, better stop attacking me. I'm judging <laughs> you. I am judging you. You're not such a better person than me. <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, I don't. If I'm honest with you, I don't necessarily have a method. But if I can just put in summary, I always accept recruiters and headhunters. I always accept people within my profession, um, just because of the integrity that surrounds my profession as well. So yeah. lawyers, attorneys, and all of that. And then outside of my profession, I kind of see if there is an alignment. So if there's a company alignment. So if I were to have someone who works at Microsoft, for example, that's a dream company of mine. I would accept someone who is a director at Microsoft, for example, because you never know, mm, you know, yeah. if, um, and any other company that I feel like I'd like to be aligned to one day. Yeah. I just kind of exercise, exercise discretion, to be honest with you. I don't have a very specific method. Yeah, because I've literally, yeah. I've had to remove people. I never thought I'd have to do that, but I've had yeah. to remove people. People are being weird. I don't post that often, um, but so like I posted, I think I posted something and then this guy was started commenting, like put like five comments on there, but very inappropriate comments. Um, I actually forgot what it was. I think I took a screenshot of it though. It was obviously like, uh, I don't know, a hitting on me type of thing, but like on a post, like that is so oh. evil. And so, yeah, obviously remove them. 
I had to remove them because you can actually make, like remove people from your connections and stuff. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah. So I people can get really. And weird. I, I and I think that you should never um be apologetic about that. Mm. If someone is inappropriate, remove them immediately. Don't yeah. even waste time. I mean, LinkedIn is an incredible source, but it's still social media at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would remove someone who was making you uncomfortable on Instagram or Facebook. So why wouldn't you do the same on LinkedIn? I think go ahead yeah. and do it. It's still a social yeah. network at uh, the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Any other um, questions, ladies? <laughs> um, any other questions? Any other questions? Um, From me, no. Same. I don't know. I think I've, I think I've, I've got it now. Well, you uh, know what? I'm always happy to kind of share more knowledge. I know that this will go on Sheep Brigade coffee, coffee, coffee break. break. Yes. So what you can do, if anyone does have any questions, do write in the caption um, whether they've got any other questions. And I'm happy to comment and answer their questions in the comment section. Yes, let's do that. Yeah. 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 I love that, love that idea, actually. Yeah, just put in the caption that if you guys have any other questions... Drop them here. They, drop them below, and I'm more than happy to answer them. Ah, awesome. that would be so helpful. Thank you. <laughs> of course, guys. This was so fun. This was fun. <laughs> I have so many notes. I felt attacked, but now I feel like I've come <laughs> at the end. Do you feel empowered? Much like I'm just like I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so excited to hear this. I probably won't change my picture though. Just this game. I probably won't change my picture though for now because my hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lockdown. Do you have lockdown hair? I've got lockdown hair. Hey? But, <laughs> but, I, but I'll do the, everything else that you've mentioned. But listen, you know? I'm looking at your profile now. Your picture's so nice. It is oh, nice. I am you? looking at your profile. It is nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Very nice. It's very nice. Thank you again so much for making the time to chat with Pillar and I. I mean, it's been extremely helpful for me, especially. Um, (laughs) It was an absolute pleasure, ladies, and I can't wait to help in any other way. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Yes, um, like I, so I, I even that soon. <laughs> yeah, I even thought I was like doing very well on LinkedIn, but I've learned so much. <laughs> so I'm like, this so has been glad. very helpful. I'm I mean, so I'm... glad. And again, just do what you can control during mm. this yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So again, she brigade coffee breakers. Remember, we do take voice notes. We never had any this week, so don't be surprised that we didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we won't hold that against you. You can lock down, so it's fine. But <laughs> if you have any questions, you know, Damas's details are in our caption. And mm-hmm. yeah, thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Well, hear you. Hear yeah, you next week. <laughs> Thanks, Damasa. Thanks, ladies.